1: Are you looking to take your media strategy to the next level and make impact with millions of customers? Walmart Connect harnesses the massive reach of America's number one retailer. They can help you connect more meaningfully with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers to find the right audience for your message. They use Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to help you precisely target even niche audiences at scale. Visit walmartconnect.com today to see how they can help you find the customers you want at the scale you need.
2: Welcome to the Everything is Better with Creators podcast. It's Hispanic Heritage Month, and we're celebrating by introducing you to some of the world's most popular Hispanic creators. Today, we're meeting Jorge Horchata Soto. Jorge is a proud Guatemalan-American who has a cool 2.8 million followers on TikTok. And at age 20, he's only getting started. He's created stories in both English and Spanish, and sometimes both, about things that are refreshingly familiar, like school, his family, and his job at Walmart. Jorge's aim is to spread laughter, but he does have a more ambitious goal of showing audiences how similar we all are when it comes to humor. Welcome to this episode of Everything is Better with Creators. I'm Ashley Rudder, your guide to all things happening in the creator economy. Every week, myself or my colleagues, Emma Harmon or Jamie Goodfriend will be hosting this podcast. So stick around and we'll find out how Jorge got started, where he's headed, and what's happened along the way. Go ahead and roll that intro. (laughs)
0: is better with creators the podcast that takes a deep dive into all things creator economy produced and presented by whaler whaler we power the creator economy with your hosts ashley rudder emma Harmon, jamie goodfriend and marco Botosi.
2: gosh guess who's in the building today jorge horchata soto is here on everything is better with creators jorge welcome how are you
3: doing hello thank you so much for having me so excited to be here you know be privileged to be part of this thank you so much
2: i I, i'm so hyped that you're here to talk to you all about (laughs) all of the things and all of the success that you've had and Oh, see, I'm getting ahead of myself. I, we've got to get we've fine. got we've, we've got to get started with the origin stories. We're big on origin <laughs> stories on this podcast. I would love to hear about your background, and of course, like tell us all the things that you felt like were pivotal moments that were like little pebbles that were like whoa that experience is what led me here right now and and also because this is Hispanic Heritage Month podcast episode we would love for you to just drop any additional pieces about your heritage because I I hear that you are a Guatemalan American and I can't wait to see how that also has affected your experience so I'm I'm gonna hush and let you let us like craft the tale
3: Sounds good. Yeah. So again, my name is Jorge Soto, a.k.a. Orchata Soto on all platforms. And yeah, so my story, I'd say, begins, um, how do I start this? So I was born and raised in (laughs) Providence, Rhode Island, and I still live here. My whole family's here. My mom, my sister, and my mom and dad are from Guatemalan descent. I have a Dominican stepfather as well. So also embracing those roots as well has been a great little push for me as well. Mm -hmm. And content wise, I started making videos March 2020. So literally quarantine Mm. boredom. I think a lot of people started like that. Just bored in quarantine, bored at home, you download TikTok, you have fun with it for a little bit. And little by little, you see the potential in not only the app, but in yourself as well. And you just slowly snowballs into more and more content, more and more viewership. And then that just branched off into YouTube shorts, then longer format as well. And there's a little there's a couple of little things that I have in mind as well, just working with that. And on top of my watermelon background, the way that I've used that, or the way that I've really used that to my advantage, is that you know, simple things such as videos about being Hispanic or living in a Hispanic mm-hmm. household, but also using that to stand out in certain ways. So for one, not only am I in Rhode Island, where not that many people are from, and locally, it's a pretty big thing, I'd say, quote unquote, but also being Guatemalan as well. I don't want to say that there's not that much representation, but in the Guatemalan culture, Guatemalan, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. people, but it's more like the comments that I always get, like, oh, my goodness, it's so cool seeing a Guatemalan, or finally, I'm also from Guatemala, you know embracing that as well which has been very very heartwarming i'd say and very very motivating to continue incredible. doing what i love
2: incredible yeah i mean we like representation is is huge and when you can see yourself in someone who is successful and is out there doing it and expressing themselves fully it is it's extremely inspiring and you know even though it's 2022 like to hear something like that to see that you are someone that is providing that visibility and providing that inspiration. Like, how does that feel? I
3: mean, I never thought of it like that, but it feels, it feels very heartwarming because sometimes I see it as the figure that I never had for a long period of time, because I would always go on YouTube, always go like as a kid. And there was, I mean, there were a lot of Hispanic creators, but never that one Guatemalan or from Mm -hmm. Rhode Island. Mm
4: -hmm. And
3: a lot of people here. There's a lot of Guatemalans here, a lot of Central Americans here where I'm from, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah, Even our, our our mayor from Providence, the state capital, he's Guatemalan. Uh-huh. So, Get out
2: of here. I love yeah, that. So
3: I know. It's just really, really cool. There's a lot of... That's how I feel like I've also been staying true to my roots because people are just like, what are you doing in Rhode Island? That's the middle of nowhere. Like, who's, who's there? <laughs> like, what well, Rhode Island doesn't exist, quote unquote. But no, there's actually a lot of people here from a similar background as mine. And it was just very, very crazy that people are just like oh not only is he watermelon he's from rhode island oh get out of here you know
2: right it's crazy it's so cool that's so cool so for those who may Mm -hmm. not be super familiar with your content how would you describe who you're creating for and the uh all of the passion points behind what you do
3: yeah so my content first off is at the end of the day it's story times so storytelling i tell stories when i used to be in school I used to work at a Walmart. So that alone is just a story within (laughs) itself. And there's a lot of other things as well that I do. So vlogs, skits. But at the end of the day, it's storytelling. And not only do I make I mean, at first I was making the content for myself because I absolutely loved it. Like I tell this to everybody for a piece of advice, like make sure you enjoy the content so much that in another world, you don't have to post it and you would still enjoy it if that makes sense cuz totally. like chasing views and stuff like that's a whole different that leads to stress I'd say I'm
2: telling you so yes that's <laughs>
3: like if you do it for your own personal um, satisfaction that alone is worth millions of followers if that makes sense truly so that's the that's a big reason why I do the content another reason is because you know for the audience obviously and my audience consists of mostly kids you know it's roughly mm-hmm. I wouldn't think of a big age range, but it's, like, roughly 6 to 14-year-olds around that area. And in another world, again, I would have loved to have been, or I still maybe would love to be a teacher, believe it or not, like a school teacher. Oh, I love that. And how would I explain it? Like, I guess inspiring kids and inspiring them, just giving them that little motivation, a little boost. And my sister told me, but you already are doing that, technically. Oh, and I'm like, oh, yes. really? I guess... I guess I guess we'll keep on doing this then. Like I mean I never thought about like stopping but that little extra assurance of like oh you're also mm-hmm. doing this as well. I'm like oh then we'll keep on doing that.
2: I love and that. Also, I mean yeah. I mean like I have a curiosity like if like what grade of kids would you love to to work with? If you if you third. were if you were a teacher.
3: <laughs> yeah, 3rd grade. Like elementary school. Not too too young, but yeah. you know, 3rd, 4th, 5th grade cuz that was the period of time where I had I'd say amazing teachers that really mm. inspired me just to do what you love, you know, never hesitate to take risks. And it's just crazy. I
2: love, it. I love that. My, that's very <laughs> heartwarming to me. My, both of my parents were school teachers. And so mm. my mom was a fourth grade teacher. So it definitely warms my heart to hear that. And so <laughs> I'm like, you, you have hit, you have hit the magic age. My mom always said like, honey th- third or fourth grade they're little baby angels like you're a hero to them like you can do no wrong like once you hit a little they, they start to challenge a bit but i love that that's yeah, where yeah. like that that spoke to you that age as well so so good mm-hmm. but no keep going keep going
3: <laughs> yeah so where was i with um oh also i guess at the end of the day you have to work you have to find a job again right. i used to be at walmart pushing carts and i wouldn't trade this for anything else at the end of the day, like job wise, there's no other place I'd rather be at this very moment than making content, doing what I love and just having a good time.
2: It's so incredible. I feel like, you know, it is magical. The fact that something like TikTok during the pandemic was this breeding ground for like this unbridled creativity and people just leaning into, because they had the time and, Mm -hmm you know like what do you do you feel like you have hit a dr- some dreams or things that you didn't think were possible that you're just like wow i did think this could be possible but i didn't know how like can you tell us about any any like anecdotes or stories that lean in, in, into you being like i don't know how that would ever happen but i would love for that to happen and it has it has it has happened now
3: <laughs> yeah there's a lot of things there's a lot of things that have happened where i was just like there's no way that you know, I was just wondering because, you know, people always say, oh, I just want to do videos. and I never thought that happened. But for me personally, like it's really true or I'm just like, there's how did this lead to this? Like and I'm trying to think of a quick example. There's a lot of examples. The first one would be, you know, I'd say financially, you know, money because you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I want to see if I can make this amount and maybe this amount of time or I want to see if I can kind of do that. And the fact that it half of it has actually become a reality that alone. I'm just like, that's insane. <laughs> a couple other things. I mean, I'm just, like all the opportunities I've been given, you know, flying out to certain events, going to certain places, meeting different people that alone has been absolutely nuts. I'd say a really recent one, really, really recent, which was Sunday. What's say Wednesday. So three, yes, two, three yes. days ago, three years ago. Oh,
2: okay. Yes. Yes.
3: Um, I had the privilege of meeting Gabriel Iglesias, who is a stand-up comedian, and really? yeah, he invited us backstage, wow. and invited me and my sister. I really just like, I just didn't, know. I just let it play out. I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let's let this play out. And we were walking. We went. We talked to security. He was like, yeah, of course, Gabe. Like, he wants to see you guys. We're like, okay, and then, <laughs> and. Then, and, and we go up an elevator. We go to the dressing rooms. And mm-hmm. it's, like, a big room with mirrors, lights. And we just see his dogs there. It's two wow. dogs. that He had two right. chihuahuas. And he's in his dressing room. Comes out of the dressing room. We just start talking. And Whoa. that whole time, I just felt like I was dreaming. Because I'm not, not going to upload a YouTube video today talking about it. But it's just, like, Gabriel Iglesias was, like, a big figure for me mm-hmm. personally. Because... Stand-up comedy-wise, like, I want to pursue a big career in stand-up comedy as well. And Amazing. people always ask me, who's your favorite comedian? And I'd say, oh, the first big comedian I saw and, like, the person who inspired me the most to actually get my foot underwater was Gabriel Iglesias. And then it was just a bunch of stuff. Like, he's the reason why I love doing videos, why I love doing what I do. And, like, I was just telling him all that. And we were just talking. And I don't know if you know Gabriel Iglesias, like, that he gave us chocolate cake. And we're just wow. eating it with him. And I'm just like, this feels like an absolute dream. Like this right? doesn't even feel right. And <laughs> then, and then he was like, like I was not pushing it at all. I was just super like, I wasn't like self promoting myself. But my sister sure. was like, oh, by the way, like you know, you know, YouTube channelists and that. And like, yeah, yeah, you want to make a, a video or like what? Like I want to do a video real quick. Stop. And right I'm like, now. really? And he's like, yeah, let me see your phone. And then he gets my phone and just makes like this amazing one minute long video. I gave him a little horchata sticker. So my whole brand, it's horchata soto. And my logo is a cup of horchata. And I always carry around stickers. So people recognize me to friends, people who like watch my content. Oh, here you go, by the way. A little, a little token of just thank you. I love and it. I gave one to him. And he's like, yeah, like horchata soto, this and that. And I'm just like, what is going
2: on? I'm dead. The whole time I, I was just it.
3: frozen. We were there for like, I'd say maybe half an hour just talking. I mean, we were talking wow. with him for like 15 minutes. He went back to his dressing room, but we were talking to sure. his good buddy Martin, and then Alfred Robles was there as well. It just felt so weird.
2: You were just back and there chilling like a best friend. We were just chilling.
3: Yeah, it was just me and my sister. We were just chilling like like homies, and you my just gosh. get that sense of like, oh, they're they're home, like like they're just real people. You always think that, but the fact of actually sitting mm-hmm. down with them and just talking with them is just like, oh yeah, they're like they're like any other homie if that makes sense. I and love then, it. After that, you know, we spent the night over there. It was at Foxwoods Resort and Casino in Connecticut, which is an hour oh, very away from cool. me. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we were we managed to get a hotel room because it was like it's super late. We have to sleep here because I'm not right, I don't trust myself right. driving an hour at night. Right. This late. It was like 3 a.m. by the time we ended. Wow. So we just that's got magical. Hotel room. I felt like it was a dream. I literally felt like it was it was a dream until the next day when I see all the pictures still in my camera roll, and then I uploaded it and then I see all the comments. And I'm like oh, so that really happened. That wasn't like it just felt so out of the bloom. But,
2: yeah, I love that story. I love that f- story. I was actually going to ask you if there was an icon or a historical figure mm. or someone from the Hispanic community that you wanted to thank or had a super huge impact on you. And it sounds yeah. like that was it. That was the moment. I,
3: yeah, <laughs> that was probably the one like I can't even like I I can't think of anyone else honestly who made such a big impact on me as a kid especially like seeing his stand-up material seeing the way how he was just himself I'd say Mm. and it really inspires you just to like you know oh if he can do it then why don't we give it a shot and see what we can do
2: I love it and you know I and I love that that he a was so positive and supportive and like Cause you know, there's always that saying of like, never, don't, you never want to meet your, 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 your icons or your idols, but you know, I don't think that that's true. I think that people have opportunity to really step up and be amazing. And I'm just so happy to hear that, that he was that in that moment. And that, I yeah. mean, come on. And to top that, he's also sounds like a, a fan. So of, of your work, which I think again, is really wonderful to hear. And He's smart because he's also keeping his ear close to social and understands like what's going on and what's developing and what's up and coming. And I just love, again, I just love that he's that he's he's vibing and he's understanding that com- where a comedy is happening and that you're a part of that moment. And <laughs> uh, it's so it's that's so cool. Like I just want to give you a high five right now. My like, congratulations! You're yeah, like I'm like you've you. won. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I hope he really knew the content. It was just more about um, how to explain it. So a little backtrack a little bit too we were able to meet martin which was his best friend too at first before that and maybe that was a bit of a gateway like oh now Gabe wants to see you guys and just maybe because we did explain a lot like he was very very curious as well and he was like he kind of i don't know if he saw the concept before but he was kind of like aware yet he was kind of like oh like actually tell me your story I, i still want to hear you so it was like a mix of just everything of like that's maybe he cool. knew and maybe mm-hmm. he wanted to know more or it yeah. was just a lot. So, but it was really, really cool. Just everything, that whole experience alone. I mean, now he knows me. Now he knows me. That's, that's, that's all I can yes.
2: say. Yes, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Again, I love that he was learning, that he was like, you know, he's curious mm-hmm. and, and and wanting and wanting to like have people enter his space. I think that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like so cool. Is So tell me, what has been your favorite project so far? Because I did just see you um, – like on a football field, like out here, oh, out here geez. doing it big. I was like, I are you kidding?
3: Forgot I don't know that. if that
2: if, if that's your favorite, but when I saw that content, I was just like, are you? That was another highlight. Like, come I on, Patriots.
3: <laughs> I completely forgot about that. So I'm a lifelong Patriots fan. Gillette Stadium is half an hour away from me, New England, you know, Rhode Island.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And I just kind of got a little closer to them last year mm. because – how do I explain it? So long story short, I had this whole TikTok profile picture movement called Dior Chata, Dior Chata gang, you know, and, all that. and then yes, my yes. little logo. I can't believe I don't have one on right now. Oh, wait, wait, it's on the floor. I found it on the floor. So Great. this yes, is my little I logo. And I made. I told people, hey, make that your profile picture to show our love of Hispanic food, Hispanic culture. And just, you know, let's just take over TikTok because why not? It's fun. I don't I have nothing better to do. So I love we it. did that. And for two weeks, everybody was doing it. Maybe three weeks. The Patriots—they commented, like, "Oh my goodness, like, we would love to join." So I I was—I got emotional. I'm like, "Oh my goodness, Patriots' favorite team of all time. I love you guys so much." And I made a special profile picture for them, and they changed it for like two weeks. Oh my gosh! What else happened? Then they sent me a couple really cool things, really like a signed poster by Stephon Gilmore. Wow! And we were just you know talking here and then on and off. And then last month, or maybe let's say six weeks ago, they reached out again like, hey, we want you to come to the preseason game and get on the field and we'll give you a custom jersey with a bunch of other creators as well. And I was like, oh, I can't say no to this. Of course, I'll be there. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, I'll be there. And yeah, we were just freaking out that whole time. So just little things like that where you just don't expect that doing video, like who knew doing videos could do something, a
0: crazy thing like that.
1: Ready to unlock the full potential of your media spend? Whether you're looking to launch a new product, build your brand, or help increase sales this quarter, Walmart Connect helps brands make an impact with precise targeting, powerful analytics, and the reach of America's number one retailer. Walmart connect offers solutions for advertisers of all sizes on and off Walmart's digital properties and in their stores from cost-effective sponsored search and self-serve display ads on Walmart's site and apps to connected TV and off-site media across web and social to in-store activations and live events. Walmart connect can help you deliver the right content to the right Walmart customer at the right step of their shopping journey. And Walmart Connect's closed-loop measurement means they can track the full impact of your campaign on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today to find out how you can start connecting with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers. Walmart Connect. More than media. Meaningful connections.
2: It's so dope. Again, when you when you were just like, I've never parked this close to Gillette Stadium in my life. I was just like that that, because I'm also a football fan. Yeah. And there's just something about that, that when you pull up to the stadium, the the energy.
3: Yeah, you walk the mile. That's what I would do.
2: I, I I felt that I felt that moment for sure. I loved that. Mm-hmm. I love that content, and I'm so excited oh, that you had that experience. Because I'm sorry, when I saw the jersey, I was like, "I'm also I'm dead. I'm finished."
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "This is cool. This is awesome. This alone, it's, I'm about to hang it up."
2: <laughs> totally. I'm like that thing need, does need to be hung up. Needs to be put in a frame because it's 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 incredible. It's absolutely mm-hmm. incredible. So of course, we always love to talk about successes, but we also know that so much growth happens from challenging experiences is there a personal experience that you would love to share that um how you overcame it like what happened how did you overcome and uh how did you grow afterwards
3: yeah there's a there's a there's a lot of things that have happened throughout this whole time you know nobody's perfect nobody has perfect a perfect life sure um i'm trying to think of one that i can share personally um Why don't we share this one? Because it it happened, I'd say, two years ago. So my mother, she was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And yeah, it was very heavy for us. Mm -hmm. I think it was so March 2020, I started TikTok. April 2020 was when they told her about it. And that was a really hard time because, you know, quarantine. And I was a senior Mm -hmm. in high school. So Mm -hmm. no prom, no graduation. That sounds like first world problems, but you know what I mean? Like just a lot of layers upon layers of stuff. And, you know, we were home, I was still working at Walmart and I was just like, I don't know what to do right now. Mm-hmm. So little by little, she was overcoming it. She was like a very strong woman. And yes. she had two surgeries that year, 2020. In oh December, They, when they said hopefully like they took out most of the cancer, they said that there was still some detected, which is very hard again. Mm-hmm. And it was at Christmas time. And the way that I overcame it, not only, you know, was I with her, was I helping her out with everything, paid for a, a bit of her medical bills as well. it's um, amazing. I wanted to give her a bit of happiness as well.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: that year, she's a big fan of Marco Antonio Solis, which is her, her icon, you know. Oh, I love a it. Spanish singer, Mexican singer. And I was very ambitious that one Christmas. So I made a video on my TikTok and just said, I want to see her to get, to, to get out to Marco Antonio Solis. This is my mom. She's been through a lot of stuff, but she's seen you eight times live in two different countries.
4: Wow.
3: And even like when she was pregnant with me, she went to Boston to see his concert. Like she still went eight months wow. pregnant with me. So it's just like, it's like she's a huge fan.
2: Big fan. And
3: she's probably seen him now 10 times now because she's seen her seen him twice bef- oh after gosh. that video. But I said, I want him to do a very special message for her if possible. You know, maybe get the attention of his daughters who are actually active on TikTok because he was—he didn't uh, have TikTok. Cool, cool. I don't know if he still does. Right. I don't know if he does still. But And then at the end, that video got 2 million views. Just went crazy viral. We got wow. attention of Gordita Flaca. We got interviewed by them. Wow. And we got his message as well. You know, we got a nice video from him. It was like a nice one minute long video. And for wow. Christmas, I gave it to my mom. I showed it to her. And, you know, it's just like little things that you just try to overcome again with the power of TikTok and the power of just, you know, the community. And again, how I overcame that as well was, I mean, now she's cancer free, which I oh, think is absolutely yes. crazy. Oh, my God. So, gosh, yeah, that, so that wonderful. Really, I know it's it was a crazy ride, but she was also fighting as well. And that I guess I don't want to say that I gave her a boost, but that gave her a sense sure. of like, OK, like she's not alone, you know, which absolutely. is something that that alone you need when you're struggling like that. And now she's she's great, she's doing amazing. And I'm trying to think of what else. I'm so
2: happy. I'd say that's a
3: very big one. That's a very, very big one. And that also gave her, I got my full support from her there. Because (laughs) before that, because so I had to start college that fall, Mm
1: -hmm. and I was two weeks
3: in, and it was all virtual. And I'm like, this is this sucks, guys. Like I can't do this. And I only had 60k on TikTok, and I made $8 the month prior from the creator fund. Got and it, I was like, yeah. okay, I'm dropping out. That's enough. That's enough, guys.
2: <laughs> I love that the eight dollars was enough. Eight dollars, you were like, I was like done. I was like, ma, I'm,
3: make, I'm making money, ma. It's I'm making money. It's eight dollars, exactly. but bro, that's that. That's good. That's like, good. <laughs>
2: that's exactly. I love
3: like, it. And then she was like, okay, Mijo. Like, I'll give you like six. I told her, ma, I'll give give me a gap semester. Give me like one semester where we can actually yes, yes. do this all. And then December hit, you know, semester starts, what, January, February. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that happened. And I was like, Ma, I still want to do this. And she's like, okay, me. Like, like she was, like, all in for it because, like, I got her something like that. <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, if you can do that, yeah, you could. Yeah, go, go, go for it. Go for exactly. it.
2: Exactly. I mean, that's all she needed to know. She's like, I'm sorry if you can flex already and have, like, my absolute diehard favorite person, uh, like, like send us. me. Yeah, I mean, come send on and video. give, a, I'm sorry, a minute-long video? That is that is worth its weight and go like i can't even like the mm-hmm. value of that and like you said the positivity and again i'm just so happy to hear that your mother is cancer free like she yeah that's it's like such a powerful story and wow like again you just really saw the brighter side and saw the opportunity to to lean in and and give her something really special it's like that's very that's very special within your yeah. own concern for her cuz again not the mothers i'm com- you know we love our fathers oh, as well goodness. but come on yeah. when the when the mothers that just We can't have that.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And I was really I was literally just raised by her. It was just me, my sister and her at one for the longest time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like I have that really crazy connection with her. I still do. You know, we had we had food yesterday. You know, we always talk and she's just great. She's great. So I'm just really happy that, you know, she was able to overcome that. And we all felt that as well, because, again, she's the hardest working lady I know. And I think I got that from her. Where I just never stop.
2: I love it. I love it. What's your mom's name? Her name is Betty. Betty, Betty. shout out to Betty, Angel Queen, doing (laughs) thriving. I love it. I love it. So so good. Well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for listening as well. (laughs) Of course, of course. So as 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 we do, I mean, we always know like there's always people who are just getting started or have been have been doing it and they need a boost of 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 confidence or Mm A bit of encouragement is there especially yeah. in terms of of uh communities that of minorities uh but i would love to know if what is your advice for any up-and-coming hispanic creators
3: yeah so the biggest advice that i give to any creator alone like it is to never stop and i know that just sounds very cliche but just be very consistent but that was the advice that they were giving me especially we didn't even talk about this, especially YouTube Shorts, which is mm. the my biggest platform, I'd say, mm-hmm. where, you know, almost every video gets a million views, which is still insane, still boggles wow. my mind on YouTube. That's crazy. But I was 80... So it's like the TikTok clone of YouTube, you know? And mm-hmm. I was 82 shorts in, and each one was averaging 1,000 to 2,000 views. Not bad, you know? Yeah. But compared to my TikTok, which has like 2 million followers, mm-hmm. you know? But compared to... How it took so eighty two shorts in until the first one took off, and I've seen people you know post three, four, five times and then it doesn't blow. Okay, this is dumb. I'm gonna quit. I know, right, like, right. Oh, like mm. keep on going, mm. or at least make sure to have fun with it. That's another big piece I give. Like two very, very cliche, overused things, but there's a lot of truth behind them because they've been used right. so heavily, they've been mm. said so heavily. Like, never stop, keep on going, make sure you have fun as well. Like again, I told this to everybody as well try to make it to the point where you don't even have to post these videos and you'll still have a good time. Like don't right. use the, don't use the views. Like the views are great, you know, and then we all got to eat. So that Hello? is amazing. Yes. And I've never mm-hmm. take that for granted. I don't see that as just like, I don't see them just as numbers, if that makes sense, but don't let that dictate what you post and what you create and how you will go into this because that will lead to burnout. That will lead to stress. That will lead to mm-hmm. a bunch of things. Because, you know, you would think you fell off, but at the end of the day, no, it's just, are you still having fun, though? Or, you know, right? make sure you do. But, again, just never, ever stop. Because one of them is you keep on knocking on that door, it's eventually got to open for you. And exactly. I've known people who have been doing this for, like, two, three years, and just now they're taking off. While mm. other people, you know, they're only two weeks in and it takes off. So it's just right. super random. Totally. But it's just more like, make sure you have fun, make sure you're consistent. And also, I'd say making sure you make the content you love is a good benefit because once it does take off, it feels like you're not even working because right. I know because there was a big thing that I did for again with the Orchata profile picture movement. I did that for fun. Right. But again, it had a big sense of virality where I just felt stuck for a bit like, Oh, do I want to be known as this? Do I not want to be known as this? Right. Right. And when I did YouTube Shorts, I posted nothing about that because I was like, I don't want to be known for that on YouTube because profile picture movement. It was a TikTok thing, first of all. Got it. Yeah. Second of all, it's just kind of outdated and like I don't know. I don't want to be known as that. I want to totally. be known for my story times and I want to be known for like the writing and everything that I do and the skits. So you know, I sat through those six months of just nothing, I'd say, and then it took off and now we're at, oh, we're approaching two million subscribers. <laughs>
2: That's so dope. Because I actually That's would crazy. like, I was actually going to ask you that it was like about your platform differentiation is that, you know, because a lot of people get overwhelmed, if, if, you know, they know to be on several yeah. platforms, they know to have a presence, you know, get your get your handle secured, all of that have have something posted about yourself on every platform. But, you know, I was going to ask, like, were you repurposing? content from your talk onto your shorts Were you were you, yeah. were you creating additional content just for shorts how are you balancing all of that
3: yeah so at first my mentality was to like to not get impatient and the big reason behind it was like since it's a tiktok clone i can just repost my tiktoks and you know the content's already done i got nothing to lose it's just yes, a matter yes. of taking those, taking those extra five, 10 minutes of removing the watermark and just like uploading it with good audio and everything. Just, right. just that. But, you know, having that energy and having that motivation to do that. Yes. That's what I was doing at first a lot. And then once it really did take off, I was like, okay, let's take off and let's do more of what I love, which is mm-hmm. again, more story times because, you know, there's, you got to be a little smart too with the algorithm, you know, you, you can't mm-hmm. oversaturate it, but you can't not post if that right. makes sense so exactly be very exactly. consistent with that so i was like okay now that i posted my entire tiktok catalog to youtube shorts we got to start new we got to do more sure sure and yes that was when i got this apartment so now i live in my own apartment because before i was doing everything in my in my parents house it was just right, an right. attic with no door so it had to be very quiet when i'd film Oh yeah a lot of stuff you know we all start somewhere of i, I would say i mean yeah i guess humble beginnings but Even then, absolutely, it was just more like having that consistency and just having that passion. I'm just like, all right, I want something out of this.
2: It's so good because you know what I think that there's just like there's a lot there's a lot to unpack there because I do think it's important for you to say. I love the fact that you were just like, yeah, that's how I did start. I did repurpose that content and I did what I had mm-hmm. to do to make sure I had a presence there. And cause really yeah. it is about like taking baby steps, you know, just mm-hmm. don't max yourself out, that's it. get this, get your stamina yeah. up, get your situation together, figure out what, you know, what gems you are going to drop on mm-hmm. talk versus what you're going to drop on shorts, you know, cause it, yeah, the differentiation very, very is true. important. And I see that you, yeah. that you did that. It's so it's, it's smart. Like, cause I think that at the end of the day, having little like features or special moments, like you said, like the, uh, the profile picture movement that you were, you were doing there is, is great. But you're saying like there, but there's so much more to me than that. And, you know, Mm -hmm. understanding and discovering who you are as a creator and, you know, everyone wants to niche down, of course, of course, but, you know, having, you know, some slight variety gives you more freedom. So you don't end up getting trapped in something you don't want to continue. Yeah.
3: And that's, yeah. And that's another big piece of advice is always to, again, you said like differentiate a little, try to change it up a little evolve. That's the Mm -hmm. biggest thing that I would say to creators as well, evolve a little. And cause you're going to evolve as well. Like whatever goes on in your personal life, you're going to change too. So make sure the content changes with that. Cause I have seen a bunch of creators, you know, who started three years ago and they were kicking it. They were crazy two, three years ago and now they're still doing good. Mm -hmm. The content's still the same though, but you can see that they're stuck or I've talked to them. They're like, yo, like I'm stuck. I'm like, dude, just evolve. Like, not only do you not like the content, it's not performing as much. And like, right, that right. is screwing with your mind as well because you, totally. like, you try not to let the numbers screw you, get to your head. But there's certain moments yeah. where you're just like, okay, okay, we got to – let's backtrack a little. <laughs> but Completely. I've said this to them a lot. I'm just like, just never hesitate to evolve because I still do story times, but I change it up every once in a while. I throw in the voiceover. I throw in the skit. I just throw in what I want to do. Like, oh, I want to um, – I want to do this right now. So mm-hmm. let's just do it. It's my channel, yeah. you know, or I want right. to post a vlog. Like I've been doing vlogs now on my on my long videos because I start with the storytime monologue, but I kick it off with the vlog, which I never thought I'd do. But I'm just in a moment like, oh, I love this stuff. Let's just do this. And people like it. I don't know. People see the passion, I guess, which is yes, a big one exactly. as well. A big one as well. They got to see the heart because they're going to know they're going to know when you stop putting your heart into the videos. And it just sounds very Truly. mono.
2: Truly, I'm sorry. The, the community they can smell they can smell uh, insincerity. Uh, they I will yeah. say yeah. The community can smell uh, inauthenticity from a mile away. Yeah. And when you're tired or like you said you're you're not feeling inspired, they can tell when it when it is going away. So I think mm-hmm. that's the 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 realest thing is just keep being you. Because at the end of the day, the people who are part of your community are. You all are like minded, you know, like there's some of a piece of you that they see in in themselves and there's room to grow. Like you don't have to be strapped to the chain to this one little this one concept or this one style of format.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Or also try to grow with them as well. That's what I'd say, too. Right. Yeah, for sure. Again, like I really want to pursue stand up comedy as well. Mm, And mm -hmm. that is just a whole other thing, because I remember you said like. Oh, like you're capable of more. Like, I still feel mm-hmm. like I haven't done much, which is the craziest thing. Like I've told, I told people all the time, I'm like, I'm like, guys, I still feel like I haven't done anything. And they're like, get out of here. Like you've done right. so much <laughs> in these two years, dude. Like you don't understand what you're saying right now. I'm like, nah, like I got more to do. Like I know what I- like I want to do more. And they're just like, that's I good. guess that's, that just makes sense. Uh, yeah. I keep on giving more advice to creators, but yeah, never get comfortable too. That's a big one too. Mm-hmm. Never get comfortable. Because, um, you know, for me, at least TikTok wise, I was like, this can go out in a snap because I got exactly. it so quickly. I can lose it so quickly. I can lose it even faster than how I got it. So, same with YouTube because it happened so yeah, quick too. Like, yeah. it took me six months to start, but right. the minute it kicked off, it's been ten months of just a shorts boom, and already at two million. I had eleven k ten months ago. Wow. 2 million. <laughs> Where you're just that's like, yeah, wild. this is this yeah. happening. This is happening so quick. Like you can lose it just as fast. So, you know, never get comfortable. Always be like, oh, I'm still, I'm still like a young. At the end of the day, I'm still a Walmart cashier. Like <laughs> <I> <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm still a Walmart cashier. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm still like trying to get this. I'm still trying to grind this out. And they're like, dude, you're you're chilling. Like people have said that to me, bro. You've made it. I'm like, no. Nope. No, I'm nowhere near making it. What do you mean?
2: We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard and will come along with us as we navigate this journey to the promised land of the creator economy. Make sure to subscribe or follow our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you like to listen to audio. And of course, we'd love a rating and review if you get the chance. Sending a special thanks to Jorge Soto for joining us today. Make sure to check out more from Whaler and all things at the intersection of a talent network, brand partnerships, technology, and creativity at whaler.com. Make sure you don't miss any of the active community conversations that we're having on our Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. For Everything is Better with Creators, I'm Ashley Rudder. We'll catch you next time.
0: is better with creators is produced by wayler wayler we power the creator economy learn more at wayler.com
1: if you expect your media investment to deliver clear measurable results walmart connect can help you get there with powerful analytics and the reach of america's number one retailer Their closed-loop measurement uses Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to track the impact of your campaigns on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today and see how they can help make your media spend meaningful. Walmart Connect. More than media, meaningful connections.